Undiscovered Podcast. Uh, it's a podcast where I talk about stuff which is on my mind. And uh, yeah, to you listeners, whoever there is. But anyways, uh, for this episode, I was thinking I would tell you a little story. A little story of uh, when, you know, my first and only time so far in uh, when I have uh, taken some psychedelic drugs, some psychedelic mushrooms. And uh, it was a pretty interesting experience. I wouldn't recommend it to everyone. And you kind of have to be in a, you have to have a certain strength in your mind in order to take them. I don't like, I don't really believe in the, you know, there's people who say that, no, no, never, never take them. You'll go crazy. And then there's the people who say, come on, there's nothing wrong with them. Like both crowds are wrong. It's like, I don't believe in that level of, I don't believe in absolutism in anything, you know? Only, <laughs> only sits still in absolutes, right? Um, but yeah, so well, let's get into it. So the story starts last summer. Um, well, let's back up even a bit more. Uh, when I first moved to the city I'm living in right now, Tampere, I met this guy. And uh, yeah, he, he and I became really good friends and he was a very insightful and uh, a thinker, you know. And uh, we started to discuss about psychedelics and uh, he said that he has actually been on uh, m multiple trips. And uh, I said, I haven't. And it's something that I'm interested in, but I've heard some stories and I kind of told him my concerns and my kind of what I've heard, you know, and he explained, uh, you know, gave arguments like very reasonable counter arguments on those. So that kind of made me curious, even more curious to maybe try them. Uh, so he, he asked like, Hey, would you, we've been discussing this for a while, but would you like to uh, try them? And I said, yeah, sure, let's do it. So he said, okay, uh, come by to my apartment uh, in the weekend morning. I think we went on a weekend and we're gonna like, we're gonna do a little trip outside of the city uh, in a forest. So, and he also said that don't eat anything uh, in the morning or eat something very, very little because, you know, it's it's better if you don't eat <laughs> or if you eat little. Um, yes, yeah, so I woke up and uh, I ate half an apple, half of an apple and, uh, well, made my way to his apartment and we took like a, let me a 40 minute bus trip to this kind of peaceful town. It was a very suburban town like a lot of families lived there and uh, it was a really peaceful neighborhood. And close by there was this like hiking trail slash forest where we were planning to go. And uh, well, the, the thing is that you want to be in a, a very 
safe place while you ingest stuff like that because you know well <laughs> and and forest is uh, really you know there isn't people you can't really do anything crazy there so it's uh, yeah it was a, a good spot and he had like he had experience you know he knew what he was doing and um, so we made our way to the uh, forest or kind of to the edge of the hiking trail slash forest and we took the mm, well ingested the mushrooms uh, I, d- I don't remember how much it was but he had also like measured that like you know, he said it's about a four-hour trip with this amount, and um, I, <laughs> I liked how everything was so professional. Like it made me, it made my mind at ease on the whole experience. And uh, yes, yeah, so at the edge of the forest, we ingested the stuff and then uh, started to make our walk in the forest, and. Uh, I remember <laughs> it took about maybe 30 minutes or an hour for the effects to start kicking in. But I remember during those, during that time before the effects, I was constantly going like, oh, is it, am I feeling it? Am I feeling it now? Am I feeling it now? Um, which was a mistake when I, I should have just uh, the kind of mental attitude you should have when taking them is you just, or the mental attitude I should have had is just ingested them and then, you know, went on a hike, just like any other hike. Just not not think about uh, <laughs> if if I'm feeling something or if I'm not feeling something. It's just like, it's irrelevant. Just go for a walk. Uh, that's the attitude you should have. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember the first when the first uh, effects started kicking in i really <laughs> i i had okay i now understand why people talk about this whole idea of like opening the third eye or this uh, i don't know it's <laughs> when people talk about their experiences in psychedelics i always feel like i don't i don't understand i don't know what that means we were talking symbolisms and stuff like that. But now kind of, <laughs> I I know what they mean. I know exactly what they mean. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the first effects were I, I kind of started to look myself from the outside looking in. It was kind of a, a journey, you know, it, it destroyed my ego and any importance which I think I had in the world, it was completely destroyed. And I realized the complexity of the world. And uh, that's something which it was a really healthy thing because, you know, most of our, most of our anger and our kind of misery comes from expectations. And we think that we're so important and we expect things to happen good for us or like kind of, I don't know. Just it's it's our arrogance that oftentimes brings unhappiness, I would say. So it was a really humbling experience. Well, when when I at first it was really uh, 
usually I, I I would say uh, I got existential dread, if that's the word. So I started to kind of <laughs> panic about how little of an effect I have on the world and how complex everything is and how, you know, small, like I realized my limitations as a human being and uh, yeah, became scared at them. But then, uh, well, then I just, uh, you know, let go of any, imp- let go of any importance I think I had and just, just started laughing. And uh, <laughs> I remember I, <laughs> I was just constantly laughing. I couldn't stop it and constantly saying, oh man, it's, it's too much. It's too much <laughs> because uh, that's how I felt. Just the, the world is a huge, huge thing. And uh, <laughs> our existence is honestly just a big joke. That's, that's the way you have to look at it. Um, <laughs> and if you get it, it's really, uh, if you get the joke, it's a really freeing experience, really freeing for your mind, I would say. And uh, well, then uh, after that experience, I, um, well, I got this overwhelming kind of surge of power or kind of overwhelming feeling of power. I feel like, man, I, I could do anything I wanted. And uh, that's that's why I you know it's really important that when you do psychedelics you do them in like a, well in a safe place because I now know about those story or why stories like you know someone took psychedelics and then thought they could fly and jumped out of the window I completely understand why stuff like that happens because you really do feel you feel invincible. You feel like you can do anything uh, at the start, let's say, when you're, let's say, going up on the subs- substance. But um, yeah, so it, it kind of gave me uh, knowledge about that. And uh, yeah, after, after kind of, after having the, um, well, after laughing a lot and then feeling this surge of power, I started to see this visions and the first vision i saw was i you know as i was walking in the forest um and you know uh, the way we were doing it is like i was walking on my own and he was walking maybe like 15 minutes no not 15 minutes (laughs) 15 meters 10 meters behind me so we were both on our own trip and it was kind of like a security measure because you know, when you are kind of on your own psychedelic trip, you need, or if you're doing it together, you need to be aware that you are also affecting the other person's trip. So let's say I kind of broke down and I started to become really, really scared and kind of uncontrollably, uncontrollably scared, then uh, it, it would affect you know, my friend's trip really negatively and vice versa. So we kind of, you know, took that as a safety measure. Mm. Uh, Another thing you can do is just have the other person completely sober so they can kind of 
assist you on your own trip or kind of let's say mm, like help you imagine the things you're imagining and making sure that you're okay um yeah but after after the uh, i started to the first vision i started to see was uh this trees started to transform into you know this really lustful naked women who all tried to drag me to the ground and to the kind of entangle me and uh but i saw something like really uh something really like a figure of light in the distance you know in the distance of the path or that kind of at the end of the path i was walking and i was just you know disregarding everything and i was just you know kind of trying to get to this beautiful figure at the end and uh, well my own analysis on what that actually meant what that vision meant is that uh, well i'm someone who doesn't really i don't i don't go to parties i don't really party or kind of i don't get drunk i don't do like I'm not in the party culture at all, you know, or the hookup culture of going to the clubs, trying to get laid, and then, you know, coming home. It's I'm not in that world at all, and I've always had this kind of view that, you know, you should pursue things which you find meaningful, and that kind of means relationships which you find meaningful as well, and. Uh, kind of reaffirmed that I'm doing the right thing uh, of not being involved in that party culture because I like I just have a hard time to believe believing that I would meet the woman of my dreams in some bar getting wasted uh, it's it's not really me but yeah that that was kind of my analysis of what that meant and um another another vision i saw is i kind of started to see myself transforming into this uh hunter um you know this hunter on a you know on a <laughs> kind of quest to get some animals for a tribe and i also looked back at my friend and i saw he kind of transformed into this hunter as well and uh yeah i remember i i stopped and squatted down <laughs> just like like a hunter would do and i, I think i found some sticks somewhere and kind of pretended that i was my <laughs> that was my weapon <laughs> uh, and then i stopped you know i was squatting down and my friend kind of catch catched up to me and squatted down next to me and said what are you doing what's up <laughs> and uh i said hey man we gotta i'm gonna flank from here you go the other way and we're gonna catch up to this ball or something like that i just i you know truly believe that we were on a on a hunt together and um this is this is why i like my friend because he kind of played along with that which was i think that's what you want maybe I mean you know what you want in a psychedelic trip I haven't 
I don't have that much experience in it, so I don't know. But I would guess that what you want is someone who kind of uh, helps you or kind of plays along with these visions, you know? Just like, you know, when you're a kid and you, oh, no, no. When you uh, talk to a kid and you play with them and they, you know, say that, hey, look at this car. It has superpowers. And like, you just, you go, oh, okay. What kind of superpowers does it have? And you kind of help them build their kind of, help them kind of feed the imagination that they have, you know, then they start rattling off. Oh, it, it can do this and can do this. And, oh, these superpowers as well. And, so that's that's what my friend also did for me when I was pretending to be a hunter. He was he went fully into it as well, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and my kind of let's say analysis of what that meant, you know, afterwards was well, it's it's strange because um, uh, in my school I'm studying now and in school. We did these like Belbin team theory tests, which basically uh, kind of you do them and they tell you what kind of a teammate you are and how what is your kind of role in a team and how do you usually act in a team and it it kind of gave me the role of a resource investigator who is someone who like goes out like outside of the team and goes to the, I don't know, to the world and sees, sees kind of, tries to search for these opportunities and brings them back to the team. And kind of tries to search for something outside and brings it back. Kind of like what a hunter does, you know? They uh, go outside of the village uh, hoping to get some prey and they return back with that prey, so. That was kind of, that's so far my analysis of what that vision meant. Uh, yeah, although there's probably, I need to think about it some more. Maybe I'll find some other kind of uh, interpretations of that vision. And uh, well, after, after walking the forest for a while and we kind of started to uh, kind of get back to into our senses you know it, it like you know when you first start the trip you don't really have control like i said and that's why i understand why people you want to be safe you don't want to be somewhere where you could jump off a roof or something like that so but then we you know started to regain our senses we were still in there um, feeling the effects but now we were we knew what is reality what is not yeah, I mean, we knew it the whole time, but in, we had control over ourselves, let's say. And uh, that's a kind of, well, that's when we started to emerge from the forest and go out to walk in the streets uh, of this little town, little peaceful town. And um, yeah, uh, w I remember we were walking, uh, after emerging from the forest, we were like walking in this park and on the park bench there was this uh, kind of a low life kind of a some drug addict with uh, a bottle of booze and just sitting there and uh, w 
when we passed him, I I looked at him and it, you know, kind of terrified me because I felt like he was, uh, I felt like I was starting to transform into him, you know? And I think all those fears of, you know, uh, kind of, I, I felt like, oh no, this is the kind of first step I'm taking and I'm, you know, next week I'm gonna become, you know, be on the bench like this drug addict just, and my life starts to spiral out of control and all this, all this kind of fear started to, you know, pop its head out. And uh, I saw, I started to look at myself like, and saw that my clothes were getting dirtier and it was almost like he was converting me into one of him or like into him basically, into one of these low lives drug addicts. And um, that's something which I've always, you know, I think I've always wanted to be a part of society, be a productive member of society. And that's maybe my fear has been that I would become, you know, some someone like an outcast of someone who's not productive in society. Uh, and then, uh, well, as I kind of started to see myself transforming into him, it's, it, you know, it kind of terrified me first. Um, but my kind of, and I thought about the analysis of that, like what, what did that mean? Um, because I think it's really health, healthy to also, you know, look at the things you fear or what cause you fear because they're kind of hints on like, you know, I think you should always be moving towards things which you're afraid of because that's how you become stronger. Um, so I started to kind of wonder like, what was the fear actually about? And I think it was, I had this fear of this like, well, kind of low lives of outcast of society. You know, the ones you see when you're walking the streets and you, you see them on uh, park benches drinking um, and you try to not to make eye contact. But uh, yeah, so after I, I made this realization that I was kind of afraid of them, it, I slowly started to mm, kind of, in a way, talk to them or interact with them at least. So, you know, on weekends, I would sometimes see them and on sitting on a bench and I would just sit next to them. <laughs> uh, just, you you know, I, I wasn't, uh, you know, I wasn't being naive. I knew that they, you know, potentially might be dangerous, but still like I wanted to kind of, well, somehow interact with them. And uh, yeah, I talked with a couple of them and kind of, it made me realize that they aren't really, they aren't that dangerous or they aren't something, you, you know, that you really need to fear. You like, well, you, you do have to have your wits about them because they are unpredictable. But I mean, you there's no reason to avert your gaze when you're walking past them and they're like on the bench. Like they aren't, you know, planning to do anything to you. Um, I mean, how would I say this? I guess uh, after interacting with them, 
it made me understand them. And, you know, once you understand someone, you, you cease to kind of be so fearful of them. And I remember I was talking to one one homeless guy was explaining the difference of being homeless here uh, here in Finland and in Sweden. And uh, in Sweden, apparently, they don't even let you into the uh, stores if you look a certain way. Like if you look homeless, they're not going to let you into any clothing stores or anything like that. So it, it made it impossible to steal. That's what he explained. And uh, well, the <laughs> in Finland, on the other hand, it's... It's much easier because no one no one throws you out when you you can you can go into a store dress however you want and no one's gonna have a problem. So <laughs> yeah, so that's that's I, I acquired some knowledge about being homeless. <laughs> it's the, it's far easier to do it in uh, Finland than Sweden. And uh, yeah, it, it kind of well after seeing that vision of me becoming this, you know, a low life and then understanding the fear, what the fear was all about, I kind of tried to make, kind of move towards the fear. And I, you know, I managed to do that, which that made me so, uh, you know, kind of proud of myself that I was able to do it. And yeah, so that was the interpretation of that. And uh, well, after but at the moment or at the at the time when you know walking past the homeless guy while on psychedelics it made me really afraid and i remember being really afraid at the moment uh, or at that moment but then as we walked we saw this really really nicely built school and uh, yeah i started i stopped and uh, started to stare at that and for some reason it really really gave me comfort just it was really the architecture of it was really nice and I thought about like what it represented to me maybe it was kind of well structure and order and being a productive member of society and all of these values which I hold dear and it's interesting because I you know Right now I'm studying uh, for the first time. I'm getting a, a what, is, what do you call it? Not a high school, but like a university degree. Is that the right one? I don't know. I don't know the right term. But anyways, I'm studying now. And I used to always believe that, you know, school just wasn't for me. And I didn't like school and I didn't want it. Uh, want to even kind of be involved in it. But after having that, you know, psychedelic trip, and then, you know, see, kind of analyzing why did their school give me such comfort? It kind of, well, I'm not going to say I applied for this school, well, I mean, because of the trip. But it was, uh, I would say it was a factor. You know, it, it was something that I wanted to, I wanted to kind of see why did I find looking at the school so comforting? What was it about it? And well, what better way to figure out than go study? So um, that's why I'm here studying at the moment. Uh, so yeah, those those were. After that, we went into. We started to get um, the effects started to dissolve. 
and well, we went to a store and to buy some food because we were really, really hungry. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, that was the that was the psychedelic experience. And uh, well, what what kind of my conclusions about psychedelics is based on that one experience is that no, I still don't think they should be legal because you know most people don't know how to do them how to actually or they're not going to be safe in doing them um and it's it's you know you really have to be safe and you really have to do it with a person who kind of has done it before and knows how to do them and in order to create that safe environment as well and uh, yeah like like i said it's and I, and I thought about like, would I do it again? Um, I would say yes, but I really, you know, and I thought about like, how often would I do them? Like once a year seems way, way, way too much. And even once every two years seems quite a lot. Um, but I was thinking the number like um, once every three years, which would make like, three trips in one decade of your life, which, you know, I think a decade is a, it's quite a long time. And it's, uh, it's something that, you know, the trip gave, gave me a lot of things to think about. Like I've thought about those visions I had for a long time and kind of trying to analyze them. What do they mean? Because I really think they kind of, mm, they reveal something about my unconscious desires, you know, or my unconscious mind. You know how you have your conscious mind and you have your unconscious mind and you can't ever access the unconscious mind. You just have access to the conscious mind and the all the thoughts come from your unconsciousness. You know, you don't know where they come from, but that's where they you know, originate from. And well, the way I see psychedelics is they kind of give they give control to your unconscious part of your brain, and that unconscious part tells these, you know, visions or gives you these visions, uh, which, you know, they have a lot of symbolism and a lot of a lot of things for you to interpret um, after the whole experience. So. I definitely, I, I see the utility in psychedelics, but you have to be really, really careful um, and, uh, well, do them safely. And uh, I would say, if I think about the biggest learning or the biggest utility of that whole experience was the, well, like I said, I talked about the uh, realizing how meaningless I actually am in this world and just realizing it's it's so much, it's too much <laughs> and laughing. Uh, that was such a, an eye-opening experience because, you know, whenever I th I'm going through some pain or some struggles, I can always kind of think, think back on that moment and, you know, realize that, oh man, it's... <laughs> Life is just a big joke, and our existence here is just a big joke. So it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. So, 
gives there's a lot of comfort I can draw from that. And uh, yeah, I think that's all I had to say about my psychedelic experience. Hopefully this was interesting and uh, I'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. <laughs>